Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But right now, we go out to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline, and we bring in our own Browns beat reporter, Daryl Ryder. Daryl, what's going on, my man? How are you today? I'm good. Um, obviously, you've been covering this team for a long time, Daryl. We're here in week one. What was maybe the closest you could say that there's been this level of expectations surrounding this Cleveland Browns team while you've been covering the team? Probably 2008 coming off of the 10 and 6 season that saw them just missed the playoffs and then training camp happened and everybody got fired after that season. And <laughs> the wheels were thrown in motion for chaos for the next, I don't know, 15 years. Yeah, that's I, I I talked earlier in the show about, you know, what people would kind of relate this season to. And I said, like, maybe people who were around during the 80s would say the late 80s. I thought maybe some people in the 90s would say when the team came back, there was obviously probably high expectations. I think younger fans are probably saying, you know, 2019. But that sounds about right for somebody who's been covering the team as long as you have um, around that time. With that said, though, I think like nationally there's some people who are all in on the Browns or some people who are maybe sleeping on them a little bit. I know Vegas still has the Ravens winning the division in terms of the best odds, despite all that they've been through with Lamar getting COVID and the injuries to Rashad Bateman, Sammy Watkins has been dealing with injuries, JK Dobbins. Um, why not maybe more love for the Browns outside of Cleveland in a place like Vegas, where the odds makers are deciding these things? Because Vegas's job is to make money. Fair. I, I mean, that's <laughs> that, that's it, right? I mean, um, you know, the AFC is very top-heavy. Uh, Kansas City, two-time defending conference champions. Buffalo is going to be right there. The Browns expected to be right there. And then the Ravens. And, you know, based on their situation, I'd probably lean toward the Browns right now, winning the division over Baltimore but I don't think that they're going to get the number one seed to get that by. And then when you get in the play, it all depends who you match up against with, right? I mean, if they end up having to play Buffalo or Kansas city in round one, there's a chance the Browns don't even get out of wild card weekend, even though some like myself feel like they are a legitimate conference contender, if not Super Bowl contender. So you're, you're at the mercy of a lot of things. You, You have to have a lot of things go your way. Uh, to not only get to the Super Bowl, but to win the thing. But it, it is fair to say that this year's Browns team is by far the best shot to get it done 
that we have seen probably in the Super Bowl era, and I'm even including those uh, in those teams in the late 80s yeah. that, all, that went to the AFC Championship game. When you look at the talent on both sides of the football for this team here, uh, the circumstances, all 11 starters on offense coming back, the defense has been rebuilt from front to back. Um, I, I, you know, Kevin Stefanski, NFL Coach of the Year last year. There's no not as many COVID protocols. They actually had a training camp and a preseason this year, and all these things. So I just I, I look at this situation. If the Browns uh, are going to get to a Super Bowl, it just it seems to line up that this has probably got to be the year that's going to happen because I, I just I, I can't remember a team as talented as this one but as they say talent only gets you so far you got to go out there and you got to execute I'm glad you brought up this team in comparison to the late 80s because I had somebody tweet in earlier and ask you know I'd like to see this team stack up against those teams from the 80s that almost got the job done I agree with you though I mean this team is again again it's it's talent it's on paper we haven't seen them play games yet but on paper I mean this is the most talented Browns team anybody's ever seen I would say so um let's let's dive into week one um, what's the latest out in Berea? I know obviously JC Treader, I think you said he's back at practice today, but he spent some time last week working off on the side with some und- an undisclosed injury. Kevin Stefanski saying last week that he does expect him to be ready for the, for the, uh, opener against Kansas city. Any else, any other updates on the situation? Should Browns fans maybe be worried that this is a lingering thing with Treader? Well, I mean, the good news is he was uh, a participant today. So no, I, I think that, you know, as the week goes on, you'd expect that he's going to be able to do even more than, than what he did today. Now, granted, we only get to see about 15 to 20 minutes of practice. That's uh, the stretching period, individual positional drills. And then as soon as they blow the horn to go into teamwork, we get thrown out. So uh, we don't get to see any of that anymore. Like we, uh, you know, get to observe uh, during training camp, but, uh, the fact that he was out there today, look, only one player on the active 53, that was uh, offensive guard Michael Dunn, one of their backups. He's still dealing with a back injury, but he's the only player on the active 53 who was unable to practice today. So they are uh, as healthy, I think, as you can hope to be going into this opener. Talking to our Browns beat reporter, Daryl Ryder. Daryl's reports are powered by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry, jewelry store. Uh, Kevin Stefanski said today, Chase McLaughlin locked in as the kicker for the opening opener against Kansas city. Do you think the kicking situation is settled for the season at this point? I know you said, I think you said uh, with JP on Friday that that's your biggest concern right now. Um, how likely is it that Chase McLaughlin's the guy for the whole season? Or do you think this is still very, very fluid? Well, as soon as we're done with our conversation, I got to go to the grocery store and I will be picking up some Maalox and Pepto for this very <laughs> reason. So, um, yeah, I know. I don't think it's that right. You know, he's the week one kicker. And I think this is going to be a week to week thing. If he goes out and he performs, he'll remain the kicker. If he's not uh, performing, they're going to look for other options because, again, the goals are there. They don't need to come out and say our goal is to, to win the Super Bowl. We know that's the goal, right? We know they have the talent to potentially do that, but they, they got to do it. And as I've said on other shows, my worst fear is this team goes home in January because they have a kicker that can't make a field goal in January. So that being said, 
you know, you're talking about a guy seven to nine in the preseason. Uh, one miss was a 57 yarder hit off the crossbar. Uh, they were trying to test his distance there. And then uh, uh, he kicked one into the Atlantic ocean on a point after touchdown try. So uh, that's, that's not great either. So, um, you know, we'll, it, it's something we're going to be watching as, as we go uh, throughout the season. And again, as long as he uh, makes his kicks, uh, they will stick with him. But if he starts missing kicks, and if it, it you know, if they, you know, lose a game or two as a result, look for Andrew Berry to, uh, you know, look for some help. Yeah, no doubt about it. I said the same thing earlier, man. Like when you get to the playoffs, that's the most nervous, nerve-wracking thing when you don't, you don't know if you can rely on your kicker. So I'm with you. That yep. that that has me scared too. Um, everyone's obviously been watching Odell Beckham Jr.'s return from surgery play out on social media and at practice over the last few weeks. Sounds like he's good to go for Sunday. Any update on maybe how much he will play? Will he be on a snap count, do you think? Or are they just taking the training wheels off and letting it ride with him? Yeah, I, we'll see. I mean, Kevin Stefanski doesn't really want to talk about it. Part of that's gamesmanship. And, for sure. You know, part of it is that's just how Kevin is. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? He, yeah. does, he, he doesn't want to, you know, tip too much off there. But, I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, talked about uh, Odell making another one of those Odell ridiculousness catches that only Odell can make during practice. I, I, I said it in, in minicamp. Uh, I, I think that he's good to go. Uh, it has been a miraculous recovery from that torn ACL. It stands to reason. Common sense would tell you that they're not going to have him go out there and play 70 offensive snaps. And quite frankly, with the roster that they have offensively, there's no reason for Odell Beckham Jr. to play 70 offensive snaps. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would guess he's going to be on some sort of a, a pitch count. But guess what? Nick Chubb's healthy. He's on a pitch count during games. Kareem Hunt's healthy. They have him on a pitch count during games. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't read anything into the playing time. From my perspective, I think Odell is healthy and ready to go. Uh, we shall, uh, you know, we'll find out, obviously, on Sunday how much he plays. But my expectation is you will see him against the Kansas City Chiefs. Good news there from Daryl. Offense expected to be at full strength come Sunday. Uh, Daryl, I'll get you out of here with this one. Um, one way or another, a week from today, people are going to be overreacting. If the Browns win, it's going to be crown them Super Bowl champions. If they lose, the sky is going to be falling. It's going to be, oh, the Browns just aren't as good as the Chiefs. We can't beat them. What would your message to Browns fans be heading into week one? Uh, I would say that uh, buckle up and don't freak out if they lose because I think that week one, while – you know, everyone's excited to see Browns Chiefs rematch in the playoffs. I think it's more important for the Browns to beat them in the playoffs than it is to to win Week One. I actually had a conversation with someone this morning. I said, "You know what? I just I would not be upset if they lose Sunday. I know everyone will talk, myself included, will be talking about the Week One curse continues and all that, but the game they need to win against the Kansas City Chiefs is not this Sunday. It's going to be in the playoffs. Yep. So. Um, I just, I, I don't have any sense of urgency with this game. I obviously I'm intrigued to, to see how everything plays out, but yeah, the game they need to win against the chiefs is not this Sunday. There's a lot of football that'll need to be played, And I'll just remind everyone what happened last week, uh, last year, I should say in week one, they went down in Freddie kitchen against the Baltimore Ravens. They looked unprepared. 
They looked uh, discombobulated at times. They just flat out got embarrassed by the Ravens in week one, and they went on to win 11 of their final 15 games. So regardless of the outcome Sunday, take a chill pill. There's a lot of football to be played. Couldn't have said it better myself. He is Daryl Ryder. He's our Browns beat reporter. He joined us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Daryl, I'll let you get out of here and uh, go make that grocery run, all right, my man? I'll uh, get you an extra bottle of Maalox, hopefully it's two for the price of one. How's that? <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. Have a good rest of your day. That is Daryl Ryder, our Browns beat reporter. Again, his, uh, his updates are powered by Scheiben Jewelers. Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.